The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Are you working? What kind of work do you do? This is the Punt and Pass Podcast. Touchdown! 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 Georgia! Now, here are your host, two-time All-American punter, Drew Butler. Drew Butler, leader in the country in punts 49-plus. See if he booms this one. He does. Wow! And Rose Bowl, Sugar Bowl, and SEC championship winning quarterback, Jake Fromm. Please flicker to get the night started. With the latest from around the SEC and the world of college football, it's the Punt and Pass Podcast. Dogs are winners. The national championship for a new generation of Bulldogs. Victory is mine. Yeah, surprisingly, I've been lame. Waiting for your next mistake. I put in work and watch my status escalate. The cornballs get stolen. Welcome to the Punt and Pass Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Butler. Join alongside my co-host, Jake From, Be sure to follow us on social media, at Punt and Pass on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Drew Butler. He is at From Jake. PuntandPass.com, the number one destination for all things college football. And this is the official recap of the national championship game, which happened earlier this week. We're so fired up to finally bring it to you. Jake, before I bring you in, this has probably been the most requested episode in six years of doing this podcast. Where's the podcast? When's the podcast coming out? What's going on? Are you guys doing one? I need punt and pass. We're here. We have a great explanation as to why we're dropping this on a Friday, but it's perfect timing because you're probably heading up to Athens on Saturday to experience the second straight national championship parade for the Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia is the 2022 college football playoff national champions back to back. They whooped up on TCU 65 to seven. We'll break it all down, but Jake from is here. Um, and congrats to you. You resigned with the commanders. You know, where you're going to be this off season, uh, a great season for you up in Washington, but what's been going on, man. Where are you at? If you're watching on YouTube right now, Jake is in a car. This is how committed he is to punt and pass. How are you, man? What's going on, Drew? Uh, man, dude, last podcast. Got to give the people what they want. So excited for this episode. Uh, yeah, man. So we finished up this week, exit meetings, got to watch the game. And then I've been duck hunting literally the past three days. Uh, and we're on the road back home, back to Athens. So, man, a little bit crazy going on, but just excited to be heading back to the great state of Georgia. Congrats on the dogs for getting it done Monday night in an incredible fashion. Excited to be here. Excited to be talking to you. Can't wait. Yeah, man, no doubt. Look, I know the grind of an NFL season. Granted, I was just a punter, so it's certainly different from a mental standpoint and a physical standpoint. Uh, but you've been putting in the work. You're obviously heading back to Georgia for the offseason. You text me like, dude, I am like out of commission, duck hunting with my dad. 
Um, taking advantage of a little rest time, totally get it. So thank you so much for your commitment to jump right back in here on the punt and pass podcast. We got tons to talk about Stetson Bennett cementing himself as the greatest Georgia bulldog in the history of Georgia football, Georgia winning back-to-back national championships, 65 to seven, just complete and utter domination from start to finish. Kirby smart, becoming a legend right before our own eyes. Uh, And just the accomplishments from the top down on the roster to the coaching staff, The fan base is obviously loving it. Uh, Our boy Josh Brooks, the athletic director, becoming one of the best in the nation as we knew he would. So this is just a love fest for Georgia football, Uh, the class, the standard across the world of college football. And of course, we will break that all down. Before we get to that, though, I do just want to give a huge shout out to our sponsors throughout this entire season. Uh, Solomon Brothers Jewelers and Prize Picks. Solomon Brothers Jewelers, as you know, two amazing locations in the Atlanta area. One in Alpharetta, just past the Avalon. The other is in Buckhead, 17th floor, Tower Place. And I got in touch, finally, with our two winners from the November giveaway. Solomon Brothers gave away two $1,000 gift cards. One was Patricia Harris. Congratulations, Patricia. The other was Shane Milner. Congrats to Shane Milner. I have gotten in touch with them. I've passed them along to Solomon Brothers. They certainly are going to make 2023 the best ever with an awesome start with Solomon Brothers Jewelers. Again, if you go to Solomon Brothers Jewelers, unbelievable selection, unbelievable store experience. If you mention punt and pass or myself or Jake, you get 10% off your jewelry purchase. Our other sponsor. Prize picks. Everybody loves prize picks. If you haven't downloaded the prize picks app yet, go to prizepicks.com or download the app on your iPhone or your Android. Use the promo code PUNT, P U N T PUNT. That promo code goes nowhere. You can use it all the time. Tell a family member, tell a friend. There's still plenty of sports on. NFL playoffs start this weekend, NBA, college basketball. Georgia basketball is doing very well, also. Use that promo code PUNT, you get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100. I will be putting out my DB's freebie around the NFL playoffs, Super Wild Card Weekend on social media. So check us out at Drew Butler, at From Jake, at Punt and Pass, and they are at Prize Picks on social media. Jake, you and I broke down the national championship game as only we could. Uh, You gave the best insight possible because you have played in a national championship for Kirby Smart. You were coming off a highly emotional semifinal game when you guys knocked off Oklahoma in two overtimes. I think we all understood that Georgia would be ready from a mental standpoint. I think we also understood that Georgia had a great opportunity from a physical perspective to really wear down TCU, but nobody, and I mean nobody, thought that it would be the type of route that it was. Not only the largest victory margin in a national championship game, but Jake, the largest margin of victory in a bowl game ever in college football, 58 points, Georgia whoops TCU 65-7. to Yeah, uh, absolutely incredible. I mean, I just I don't think you can say enough about how they came out firing on all cylinders, all three phases. Uh, I think if it was possible, I think Kirby wanted to put 90 to 100 uh, on those guys just to the point uh, to TCU, to the rest of the country, the college football world uh, that, uh, hey, we're the best uh, and we're around to stay for a while. Um, As you could see, 
um, from a bunch of defensive players who stepped up. A lot of young guys out there playing and balling out as well. Uh, they got to go into the game to start and also uh, late in the game when they were ahead. So absolutely crazy. I mean, 65 to 7. I mean, this is just nuts. But this is a national championship game. This is 1v2, two of the best in the nation to get it done uh, in the fashion they did. Um, you know, maybe arguably got away with one versus Ohio State. Ohio State played better that day. Yeah. But, the, but they squeaked it out. They got it done. Uh, and then to go and play as dominant as they did, I think it put any kind of doubt in people's minds, any of the naysayers out there, uh, you just you, you can't say enough. So, I mean, we, we can start in all kind of different yeah. places about who played well um, because I don't I – what, what negative can you say? It's 65 to 7. Um, I, would, I, I do want to give a big shout-out, though, to Munkin. Uh, and the offensive game plan. Unbelievable. Uh, just what they did. Stetson, I don't think, got touched the entire game. No. Two designed quarterback runs they had. Uh, one was a QB read, and the other was a pin and pull QB sweep to the left. Didn't get touched. The nearest defender wasn't even three to four yards uh, within him. I mean, within the range of it. I mean, this is insane. I, I, I Just a dominant defor- performance by the offense, uh, scheme-wise. Uh, Lad on the uh, quick play with a motion, defense bust, throws a 40-yard, 40, 50-yard post route for a touchdown, uh, hit Starnell over the middle, wide open. I mean, it just, I mean, guys were open. Uh, Stetson played well. Stetson hit his shots. All right, man. And, and then the defense, too, also came out to play. Whatever you want to talk about, dude, we can hit. <laughs> there's, there's plenty enough to talk about uh, yes. here for a while. We can go on for days. Yes, no question about that. First, you mentioned the Ohio State game. Um, as I talked about, my brother-in-law, a huge Ohio State fan, I text him at halftime of the national championship game, and I said, man, could you imagine Ohio State will probably be up 52-7 to on TCU at halftime in this game? Had to give him a little extra dig because it is so good that Georgia won that game and then smoked TCU. Go back to 2012 when Georgia lost that game in the SEC championship against Alabama, and then Alabama routed Notre Dame. What did Georgia fans feel? You missed out. That was the opportunity right there. Georgia always used to lose those games and then be the ones who had to say, what if? Not anymore. That narrative has changed. You also said, what negatives can you pick out of a 65-7 to victory? I have two negatives. It should have been 66 to nothing, right? The only (laughs) touchdown that TCU scored was on a blown coverage. And then Jack Podlesny missed that extra point at the end of the game. So you left one point off the board. I do have to say one thing, though. My stomach dropped when Jack Podlesny missed that extra point. It just felt bad because you had the sense that was probably going to be his last kick as a Georgia Bulldog, which it was. Two days later, I'm reading some statistics about the game. Jack Podlesny missed tying the all-time SEC record for points in a season by one point. So that extra no. point, that extra point was oh, to tie man, the all-time I, SEC record for most points in one season. Oh man, I hate that for him. Uh, I know I gosh, hate it for him too. Man, like that just sucks. As a kicker though, it's I don't want to say it's tough. It's certainly not tough. Um but that amount you just have to keep your mind in it and Look, one thing goes wrong. If you're not completely focused in on the moment, things can go haywire. He pulled that last extra point to the left, and it looks like he's going to be off to uh, hopefully a very good NFL career. I think he's playing in the Hula Bowl, which is one of the Senior Bowl games. you got the Senior Bowl, the East-West Shrine game, the NFL PA game, and the Hula Bowl as well. So Jack Podlesny playing in the Hula Bowl. 
Stetson. Yeah, I just, I just, Go ahead. I just want to throw. This, I just want to throw this in there real quick. I said it, it's hard to uh, be be locked into the game. You're up, you know, fifty whatever. They're eating was, hot seven. wings on the sideline. They're eating wings over there on the sideline. So a little tough to stay locked in. I get it. Hate that for Jack. Hate he missed out on that. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, the hot wings on the sideline, I'm glad you mentioned that. And, like, why not? You're up by 50. All the reserves are in. You got the field suites right there. I'm sure players are, like, talking to the fans who are super close. And uh, I forget who grabbed it. It might have been Keeley. I don't know who grabbed it initially, but they went over there, and they were like, hey, you want some food? And they're like, yeah, I brought a plate of hot wings over to the defensive and offensive linemen, which is just so classic. It's amazing. If there's one and only time to ever get away with a stunt like that, that was the time to do it. So, hey, why not take advantage of it? Dude, no question. And after the game, lighten up the cigars in the field. You know, this is the state of California. Uh, it's not the state of Georgia. Not to say that smoking indoors is legal or illegal in the state of Georgia. I'm not sure. Uh, but I know for a fact, I was watching post game. Stetson was trying to light that cigar. Some official came up to him and was essentially like, hey, you can't do that. And Stetson was like, okay, and just started lighting up the cigar anyway. <laughs> Nobody was getting stopped with any part of their celebration. And they didn't deserve to be stopped for the type of fashion that they won that game in. Uh, I do want to talk about Stetson, though, because the performance he put on was remarkable. Absolutely unbelievable, the leadership that he showed, how he continued to elevate his game to the highest degree against the best opponents. He finishes 18-25 to with 304 yards passing, four touchdown passes, Jake, and on the ground – he added another 39 yards for two touchdowns. So he accounted for six touchdowns. His QBR was 99.5. What can you say? This was a masterclass in execution. Uh, Todd Munkin drew up the perfect game plan. These guys came out, they hunted, they had the aggression, and TCU just wasn't ready at all. And Georgia is at the top of the world of college football. Yeah, it was tough for TCU to make any adjustments whatsoever. But uh, back to Stetson, I mean, he played his best when it was needed for him to play his best uh, on the biggest stages in the four college football playoff games that he had. Uh, absolutely balled out. Uh, man, six touchdowns in the national championship game. It doesn't matter what the score is or who you're playing. That's a, a, a huge deal. Um, and just just balling out. So uh, Stetson played well, man, got everybody involved, got his legs involved. Uh, I mean, played about as near perfect game as you possibly could. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. You keep talking about Coach Monk, and it's so true. Obviously, you'd head into this matchup thinking, hey, TCU's going to do everything they possibly can to shut down a guy like Brock Bowers. Okay, well, let's let Todd Munkin scheme up a game plan. Brock goes for seven catches, 152 yards receiving, and one <laughs> touchdown. Again, that is all hands on deck. How are we going to combat this 3-3-5? How do we expect them to try to stop a guy like Brock Bowers? How do we get Brock open? Those things are not easy to do. Georgia did it in a way that made it look almost elementary how easy it was. You just said it. I don't think Stetson got touched the whole game. They came out firing. It was really impressive. And Holly Rowe, pregame interview, Fowler and Herb Street throw it down to her. She asks Kirby the question, you know, what are you expecting from your team in this matchup? And he says, we're going hunting aggression yeah and that, and that was it yeah Fowler it and Herbstree that. kind of look at each other they're like oh shit like it's about to go down uh they were not messing around and I know a lot of people heard the supposed pregame speech 
from the locker room. Uh, I think it's been debunked to possibly being from the SEC championship game. I don't believe that it was from the national championship game. Uh, but Jake, you've been in those locker rooms when Kirby makes those spirited blue speeches. That one got me fired up when I was listening to it uh, at home after the game. I mean, what can you say, man? This dude can really motivate his players. Yeah, he is uh, definitely one of the best at it. The best that I've ever had uh, at it of just getting guys fired up, getting in the, getting them in the right mental space. Um, but I mean, he does so great at it before the game, but he also does an unbelievable job of building you up through the entire week. Uh, the message, uh, the messaging that he gives throughout the week in the team meetings, uh, giving us our keys and our cues uh, for the game. I mean, so when it comes around Saturday, Monday night, in this case, Hey, when it's time to roll, man, it's time to roll. It's time to cut loose. Yeah, he loves to say maybe a few bleeps out in there, but uh, <laughs> man, you, you get you you get fired up and you get ready to roll. And uh, I mean, he's he's the best in the business at it. Uh, before we go to the defense, seems like Carson Beck has pretty much solidified himself um, as the guy in the lead heading into the twenty twenty three season. As of right now. No quarterbacks have transferred or put their name into the transfer portal. We all know that Georgia's not bringing in another freshman. I don't think that they're going to go to the portal to add another quarterback. Um, but you know better than anybody, Jake. And I'm just guessing here. I want you to say I'm right or wrong. I would expect Kirby to say wide open quarterback competition. Everybody's going to compete. We'll see what happens during fall camp. Oh, he's definitely going to say that uh, for sure. I mean, that's just, um, I mean, that's just, Kirby being Kirby, compete, uh, everybody's jobs uh, out there on the line and, and their job to be taken. So, uh, But I definitely believe it'll be Carson obviously starting out with the first reps um, and his to lose. Um, maybe unless Brock just makes some incredible jumps, uh, understanding the offense and uh, just really making plays with his feet and with his arm, extending plays, can hit some big shots. Uh, we'll see. But I, I think for, for me, as far as managing, managing a game, understanding the game of football. Carson has really progressed. Uh, anytime that I went and saw him at practice during the scrimmages, um, and he's throwing a really good ball, man. Got some zip on it. Uh, so I, I really like Carson as far as managing the game. I think he's the safer option unless Brock just makes some unbelievable strides uh, during this offseason. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably the right way to look at it. A lot will be told throughout spring ball. You know, knock on wood, you hope none of these guys get injured. That's certainly always a possibility. But Carson elevated his game when he got the chances – between the lines in 2022. That's what he needed to do to prove to these coaches, I can handle the game plan, I can execute when needed, and he certainly put himself in that position. Uh, one more thing before I get to the defense. You were talking about Kirby. You were talking about the messaging. You were talking about how he gives the players the keys and the cues and understanding how to execute a game plan. It has to be completely maddening for anybody who's not a Georgia fan to hear the players repeatedly say, Everybody doubted us. Nobody believed in us. You guys thought we were going to go six and six or five and seven. No one spent that through the game. Everybody thought we were going to go seven and five. Stetson Bennett at media days. Everybody's doubted us. And you're going to say, well, we didn't doubt you. Stetson goes, yeah, you did. Like that is a total brainwashing that happened from Kirby Smart and this coaching staff that actually made the players believe that people doubted them. This team went 15 to 0. They were favored in every single game. They were preseason top three. I don't think they got outside the top two all season long, Jake. Yes, the media picked 
Alabama to win the SEC. Like, okay, that happened in media days. But to hear players literally quoted as saying, y'all thought we were going to go five and seven. Nobody thought that. Nobody <laughs> thought Georgia Tech was going to go five and seven. The fact that they not only believed it, but then went out to prove those people wrong just goes to show you how good of a communicator Kirby Smart is and how that narrative gets across and seeds deep into the team. And they believe it. And you're like, this is insane. It's almost like a crew of special forces getting brainwashed before they go take on an assignment. It's wild. It's got to be maddening for anybody not a Georgia fan. Man, he, uh, he's good. It's almost like he's got Elon Musk on speed dial, and he's <laughs> changing his players' Twitter feed yes. to see certain things that just don't exist. I mean, he, he's really good at it, just giving the guys little nuggets here and there, just to get them thinking about it, uh, and really changing their, meta- their mentality while they're there. Uh, it's, it's truly crazy. I mean, for, all, for a lot of guys to be saying that uh, at the end of the year, uh, it's it's insane, and he's he's really good at it. He's good. I mean, what what, what else? Yeah, there? yeah, nothing else to say. Let's talk about the defense a little bit. TCU had nine first downs. Georgia had thirty-two first downs. TCU is two for eleven on third down. Zero oh and two on fourth down. One hundred and eighty-eight total yards. That's it. Three turnovers. Georgia got two interceptions by Javon Bullard and a fumble recovery. Max Duggan, largely not a factor. I think he had like negative 30-something rushing yards. Highly athletic guy. That's somebody who I thought would at least stretch Georgia's defense a little bit thin. Yeah, the loss of Kendra Miller hurt them a little bit, but that would not have mattered. Georgia's defensive line, Bear Alexander, Michael uh, Williams, who is a freshman. Bear was a freshman as well. Uh, Javon Bullard, who's very young. I think he might, Malachi Starks. Like, Georgia's defense is so young, Jake. They were so disruptive. TCU wasn't even ready, man. I think I saw somebody tweet out like Georgia practices against themselves and it's tougher than what TCU put in front of them in a national championship game. Yeah, I got to say Bear and Michael are two guys that really stepped up to play on the defensive front, uh, got after Max Duggan back there in the pocket. I mean, it was just disruptive. It was violent. Uh, Jalen Carter, obviously in the mix, getting a, a, most of the double team and the slides from the offensive line. And so Bear Alexander was there to really take advantage of that, get a lot of one-on-ones uh, and find himself in the backfield more times than not. So uh, it was it was a tough day for Max. I mean, he struggling with, you know, eyes and could keep his eyes up because he was so worried about the rush and couldn't find guys, just missing throws that he normally makes. And uh, man, the defense was just disruptive, man. They were just, they were flying the ball. They were getting there. They were getting turnovers. Uh, if it went for that big throw on the, the bone coverage um, and then the, the quick score after that, I mean, you take one, one 188 yards, I think you said, uh, take off 75 of that. I mean, we're talking just over 100 yards for the entire game uh, from an offense that is explosive, that put up 47 points against Michigan. Uh, I mean, ah, I mean, they they did not do well. They did not have uh, their best day, and they didn't have an answer. There's like, no. there wasn't a whole lot of adjustments being made, um, and especially coming out at halftime. Uh, it was like, hey, this is what we got. Uh, we just got hit in the mouth, and this is it. Uh, we're just we're just happy to be here uh, and get our get our tails beat. I mean, they, they that was it. Kind of laid down after that. Yeah. So much was made about the SEC during bowl season as well. But then when it switched into that New Year's Six type of matchup, think about this. Tennessee blasted Clemson, Clemson in the Orange Bowl, missing all of their top players. 
Clemson won the ACC. Alabama just dismantled Kansas State, Big 12 champion. Alabama, Bryce Young, Will Anderson Jr., they all played in that game. This is a tweet from Peter Burns, SEC Network. The SEC play, the Big 12 champ, the Big 12 runner-up, Georgia TCU, the Big 10 runner-up, Georgia, Ohio State, the ACC champ, Tennessee Clemson. They went 4-0, and Jake. They outscored the opponents 204 to 48. He says when they go to a team playoff, it's just a matter of time before it's three or four teams in the final four. I tend to agree with them. I don't know what a a 12 team playoff is going to do nothing more, but weed out a team like TCU earlier. Okay. TCU certainly good enough to make the 12 team playoff. Hey, go have a knockdown drag out overtime battle against a top opponent and knock them off. Now you got to come back and do it again. Then you got to come back and do it again. Not a lot of conferences are built for that type of get up every single week, got to go play a top opponent type of, uh, you know, mentality or production level. So 12-team playoffs coming, SEC is going to continue to dominate. There's just no other way around that. Definitely think that uh, because it, it, I mean, what, what happens then? You get uh, the top four teams and then you end up uh, Georgia, Tennessee, Alabama, um, and then maybe your wild card, Old Miss, or maybe a Florida when they're up or somebody that ends up being a Final Four because uh, just their schedule is just built. They 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 do the consistency. It's a, it's a standard they play with week in and week out because they know if, if they're not up every week, uh, that that's an L. That's a loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the teams like Georgia and Alabama, they do it week in and week out. They know how to mentally do it. They know how to physically do it, uh, and their coaches know how to do it as well. And so they're better prepared for it. Um, so if they want to do it, sure, go ahead. Not more SEC teams there uh, there at the end. Uh, maybe uh, somebody like a, a Tulane uh, will get a shot like they beat uh, USC there in their bowl game. But uh, I, I, it, it's it's tough, man. I, you know, I, me, uh, there at the end, playing for, yeah. playing for the big show. No doubt we're losing Jake just a little bit from a uh, reception standpoint. That's okay. He's driving back. We'll get another podcast at some point next week. Don't worry about it. Uh, We've touched on a ton. There's no doubt about it. Georgia are the national champions for the second year in a row. 2021 knocking off Alabama and Michigan. Michigan, of course, in the Orange Bowl semifinal game. Alabama in the national championship. Then they turn around in 2022, knock off Ohio State in the Peach Bowl. And then they take out TCU in Los Angeles for the college football playoff national championship game by a score of 65 to seven Stetson Bennett, the offensive MVP in all four of his college football playoff games. Jake is Stetson Bennett, the greatest Georgia bulldog in Georgia football history. I think you have to say so. Uh, It's going to be so hard to argue any other way. And uh, what he was able to do when to, um, his numbers that he put up, uh, it's man, it's tough, tough to argue against. Uh, I don't want to have to argue uh, for anyone else because uh, man, he, he's the guy right now. Uh, he's going to be tough to beat for a long time. No doubt about it. Congratulations to the Georgia Bulldogs. Uh, congratulations to Stetson Bennett. Congratulations to everybody on the team, on staff. Uh, the National Championship Parade is tomorrow. That's Saturday, January 14th. I think festivities start at like 10 the parade uh, ceremony, I believe, inside Sanford Stadium starts at around 2. It's completely sold out. The weather's going to be cold but sunny. 
which will be awesome. And it's been an awesome season, the punt and pass. Jake, we'll do a couple of episodes. NFL playoffs start this weekend. I guess I can ask you about that. Uh, now that your season's done, the Giants are playing the Vikings. Uh, you played against both those teams. I think that's a fascinating matchup tomorrow night. The Jags and the Chargers, that could be a really good game as well. And then Monday night, the Cowboys against the Buccaneers. Tom Brady catching three points at home. Dak Prescott and the boys, tons of pressure. It's time to make it work for America's team. Any thoughts? Any any called upsets? Anything we should look out for on NFL wildcard weekend? Yeah, uh, I mean, I think there's some really good games coming up. Uh, I'm curious to see how the Cowboys respond uh, against Tom Brady and the Bucks. Um, just because uh, we played them last and uh, we, we kind of handled business pretty pretty good there uh, to yeah. finish up our season. So very curious to see how they respond uh, and play uh, as they play on the road and on grass, with they, which they have not done very well uh, this season. Um, and then you got uh, Jacksonville Chargers. Um, get to see Trevor and get to see Justin, man. Two, two yeah. big guys, two gunslingers go at it um, and get to see if they take that next step. Uh, into being a, a dominant performer, starter, slash superstar uh, in the league. Um, and the other game was the Vikings and the Giants, two teams that kind of have a similar style of play where they just kind of hang in there, win games late, let the other team make mistakes. Um, and those teams played each other. I believe it was a good game earlier uh, in the season. But, uh, yeah, I, I think both those, both those teams are, are really good and, um, we'll see who kind of has a bigger plan. And it, NFL, it's so tough. Uh, just just thinking who's going to win, who's not going to win, man, because the the margin and, and the level of talent and the coaching it is, is so just razor thin. I know. Uh, one or two plays a certain way changes the entire outcome of the game. And the NFL is tough. Uh, it really is. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. All right. Well, hey, man, drive safe on the way home. The season's over. You and I got to get together. We also have to head into Solomon Brothers Jewelers. We'll let people know when we'll be there. Uh, I was texting with Jaron Solomon, who is a proud supporter of the Punt and Pass podcast. He's like, you and Jake, bring the wives in, come hang out, get a cocktail, get some shopping done. We will certainly do that now that you will be back home. I still haven't met your wife yet, Caroline. Uh, you haven't met Dude, my wife yet. Crazy. Jackie, yeah. So we got to make this happen, man. We have big plans. Jake goes to the NFL, big, big time guy. Look, I get it. Um, and now he's moving back home for the offseason. So we'll get together. We'll let you know when we'll be at Solomon Brothers for sure. Also, get active on prize picks this weekend. You have to. It's wildcard weekend. Check me out on social media at Drew Butler. I will be posting my hashtag DB's freebie. I have been on a little heater as well on prize picks. So tell me there. I will certainly let you know how you can utilize the promo code PUNT, P-U-N-T, PUNT. Get a 100% deposit match up to your first $100 and go ahead and flip that because you can win 25x on prize picks now. That is simply the best. NBA, college basketball, NHL, NFL playoffs, soccer, it's all right there on prize picks. Use the promo code PUNT, download the prize picks app. Jake, anything on the way out, brother? Oh, man, just uh, an awesome game. Great for the state of Georgia and their fans, man, to uh, to be able to get it done. Uh, Kirby, as a coach, uh, whatever what he has been able to do over the past couple of years, uh, what they have set in stone uh, moving forward. Uh, I love Pollock's take that he had uh, up there on the stage. I believe it was at halftime right in front of Coach Saban yeah. uh, that the dogs were taking over college football. 
So uh, watch out moving forward. It's going to be a fun, fun ride to watch uh, and to see, honestly, who uh, is going to be the next quarterback at the University of Georgia. Yeah. Uh, fun times to move on ahead. Um, man, sad to be here, dude. Let's go. Sad to no have home. Question. Great state of Georgia. Yes, Let's absolutely. go. State of champions. Will you be at the parade tomorrow? Probably not, right? Well, you're, you're in Watkinsville. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I know okay. we have some uh, family coming up. We're gonna kind of do our Christmas, man. Didn't get to have our family. Oh Christmas. yeah. Okay. Cool. So we're gonna we're gonna hang out, get together. Uh, I got mom. I believe both my brothers coming up. Nice. I'm bringing the dogs. Gonna eat dinner, hang out, have fun, dude. Just uh, just sit down in the house and relax and enjoy the house. So cheers, we're gonna brother. Do- you deserve it, man. You deserve it. Well, thanks for making the time. I'm glad we got this out. People will listen to it tonight. They'll watch it on YouTube. They'll listen to it on the ride in tomorrow to Athens as they're sure. celebrating back-to-back national championships. That's the third national championship game Georgia has played in since the start of the Punt and Pass podcast, the second trophy that they have won. Jake, of course, we covered you a bunch back in the day. So honored to have Jake from on season six of punt and pass so thanks for all your commitment your dedication your hard work we'll do a couple of episodes here and there i got something i'm working on as well that i'll keep all of you updated on so follow us at punt and pass on twitter and instagram i'm at drew butler he is at from jake punt and pass.com check out solomonbrothers.com check out prizepicks.com they are the best partners in the game and they will take care of you just like they take care of us. Have a great weekend, everybody. Congrats to the Georgia Bulldogs. Have fun at the National Championship Parade, and we will talk to you next week. See ya. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.